everybody. Hey. Welcome to Ladies Talk Ladies Podcast. Talk. Here we yes. are. Another beautiful day. Man, y'all, we apologize about last week. We Man. Know we missed the episode, but it's a lot been going on. So it was brutal. We're just going to talk about... Uh, What's been going on here? What's been going on with us? And then hopefully Ooh, give you Jesus. a little encouragement today um, and before we go on our way. So we know it's been a long week, not just for us, but for everybody. So, um, yeah. So uh, we didn't do our podcast last week. Uh, I think most of you, well, not actually, no, a lot of y'all don't live here. Um, for the people that live we're in, in we're Tulsa, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and, and around we had Tulsa. A major storm that brought through winds up to 100 miles per hour and knocked the entire city out of power. And it wasn't tornadoes. It was no tornadoes. It was just winds, super strong winds. It was crazy. It was crazy. I have never, I mean, we live in Oklahoma, we're used to tornadoes, but I have never, like, moved my kids away from the window because I thought, like, it was about to go down. And that's how I felt. I was looking out there, and boy, them winds... Them trees, they were looking mean. Trees were bent straight over sideways. Sideways. And a lot of trees came uprooted. There was a lot of tree damage to a lot of houses. You know, I mean, trees landing on people's cars, yeah. trees through people's roofs. Yeah, my brother and them got hit pretty hard. There's the power lines down everywhere, yeah. leaning on other power lines. Yeah. I mean, we still have a park up the street. They just closed because they said it's unsafe. They haven't got to go through and put up all the power lines yet. There's trees down everywhere. Yes. And I mean, the entire city of Tulsa for about four days before anyone started getting power back. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, even now, there, I think there's about 6,000 people still left without power. I don't know. Is the yeah. last I checked uh, yesterday. And yeah. It was brutal, y'all. It was Man, hot. It was so hot. We didn't have electricity. We didn't even have internet. Our phones weren't working. Nothing, yes. <laughs> Girl, we went back to old times. I mean, that was no lie. Yeah, we took us back before my days. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was rough. So, all of this happened Saturday night, and normally we record our podcast on Sundays before we send it out. Yeah. And so, we didn't even think about the podcast Sunday, y'all. We were just like, what are we about to do? It was Father's it was, Day. Yeah. Uh, you know, normally we do a tribute to the fathers and talk about fathers. We yeah. couldn't even do that. We just spent time with my dad. and You know, we were uh, blessed, though. We our, were. Our kids came. This is true. Out north, they, they had... They had the electric. Outside of Tulsa, yeah. on the north side in Owasso. So, yeah. we went out to Owasso. They took us out to Owasso and, and bought... Took, uh, to a Mexican yeah, dinner. Yeah, bought their dad a dinner. Well, they bought mine too, but yeah, yeah. anyway, it was very it was very beautiful to get away from it and get yeah. out of that for a little bit. For a minute, cause because... Because it, it was very hot. Yeah. It was very uncomfortable. It put me in a very uncomfortable, <laughs> moody position all week yeah i was let's just say i don't do good in the heat yeah i can't breathe in it because i have copd and it is just miserable i can't sleep in it most people can't sleep in it even for those of us who don't have copd it's miserable so i can only imagine how much more miserable you were because yeah. it was horrible yeah i couldn't do my breathing treatments all i could do is my little uh, buterol inhalers and and uh, just i i spent some of my time in my car um, after the first two days, with that AC on, I'm telling my you, my car became my best friend. All you could do to cool off somewhere, go sit in the car with the AC on. I hope you had enough gas because yeah. people were there were oh only certain gas stations <laughs> open, guys. 
there we ran out of gas all the gas stations that were open were running out of gas because so many people were getting gas for their generators that all the stores weren't open even like the store here quick trip that is always open all the time several of them were shut down because they didn't have generators yeah it was bad <laughs> it was very bad it was bad y'all it was uh it, you know going up and seeing all the cars around the gas pumps and everything it it took me back to the millennial when uh-huh. uh, 1999 rolled over to 2000. Oh, everybody's freaking everyone's out. Everybody's getting gas. Apocalypse. Everybody's buying everything oh. off of the shelves in the store. And Man. Everybody's trying to get ready for I mean, the gas stations that were open right. were running out of gas. There was lines of cars just for, backed oh my up. Gosh. The shelves was, were empty. No right. toilet paper in the stores. Don't that take you back to the ice right, storm right, or something? Right, uh, no, no, no pandemic. The pandemic, right, right. all the toilet paper, like. No toilet paper in the store. And like, oh my, my goodness. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. So, uh, and then, you know, just to see, well, one, I mean, it, it was horrible to think about, I mean, the, the, uh, the families that, you know, they had houses, like trees through their houses. Yeah, my brother got, uh, uh, branches through his roof, holes in his roof. Yeah. He didn't get a whole tree and he was blessed that way. Yeah. But we, he but he still had to patch his roof. Yeah, we had you a know? friend who her car was crushed. Her car yes. in her house was crushed yes. by a tree. You know, and it was Lady crazy. we work with got um, hit pretty, I mean, yeah, yeah, people we know got hit pretty hard. It was intense. I went to church on Sunday and, and there was no power, so, you know, but they still held a service and we held it in the front lobby so we could see. Um, there was no power over there, but just going now i live like three miles down the street from the church but just going down um down to the church from my house normally it's a straight shot there were so many detours i mean you would go in neighborhoods and and i mean everyone was out everywhere trying to help neighbors clean up but i mean you'd go down one street and you have to turn around because every street was blocked i mean huge trees uprooted like roots yeah. completely out of the ground thrown across the streets i mean it was so bad you guys and i've it's been a long time since i've seen anything like that and um but i will say one thing that i mean oklahoma and the nation is always resilient for is helping each other in times of crisis so yes of course you got like the heartfelt where you just saw people stepping up to help people going to help their neighbors you know everybody was out trying to see you know what they could do for their neighbors and how they could help and it was so encouraging um when i went to church uh sunday uh it was awesome because somebody who had electricity you know they make church they make breakfast at my church every sunday for everybody and so i just assumed there wouldn't be no breakfast but they bought plenty they brought somebody made pancakes and i mean boy we tore them pancakes up and brought water and they kept the service short because they wanted us to be able to go back and help our neighborhoods and our neighbors and just be a blessing in the in the time of the storm but yeah um so many even then we were still even surprised by the amount of people that showed up to worship they had over 50 people wow. uh show up on a regular day uh where i mean where there's no power no that's nothing awesome. that's amazing and so uh, y'all it's just it it was crazy last week yeah it was crazy and i mean still recouping you know now yeah. everybody's foods went bad you know you got to go restock your fridges and and as you know prices are horrible food is expensive and i i dang near got depressed in the grocery store uh and to give the other a pep talk. for real i'm like oh my gosh like how do people do well this, we're blessed you know? loaves and fishes at we, least we got something you know that's what i told her we are blessed <laughs> and, and i will say it is a process going out of poverty mentality because yeah. you know i'm i'm finally at that income level you know i don't get food stamps i make too much money to 
to um, get food stamps, and and that's a blessing. Yes. And I should never look at it like, dang, I make too much to get food stamps and think that that's a curse because I don't have something to help me buy my food. I have money to buy my food. Yeah. But it's all a matter of money management. Yes. And so so being able to just get out of that mentality of depending on the government and no, I, I can make this happen. I just need to manage my money, yeah. manage my budget and make sure that my, my kids have enough to eat. And that's the focus. And so it was a, it was a big, Oh man, just kind of eye opening moment for me at the grocery store. Cause I'm like, I only had a little bit of money and I'm like, we got to restock. I don't get paid till next week. And trying to figure out, okay, how can I make the most meals out of this little bit of money and then going through and like, oh, nope, put that back. Nope, can't get that. There was no option on what you wanted. It was only what you needed. And I just thought, my heart just went out to families. Like, how do families survive? How do they? Yeah. How are they surviving? Prices are so high. Like, things are so bad. And I know that I'm blessed. So I can only imagine people who aren't in my situation. Thank God for the churches that do the food pantries, it's food true. ministries. Very because, true, yeah. Um, a lot of people use them. We've used them a time or two when we've had to... Uh, not recently, but if we had to, we would. Over the years, yeah. Because they've sure. been a blessing. Never and, too uh, grateful to ask for help. Yeah. But just, uh, you know, the best feeling I ever had, one of the best feelings I ever had, uh, is having my own car and my own checkbook yeah. and money in the bank to go to the grocery store and buy groceries. Yeah. On my own, that was the best feeling. Yeah. I didn't have food stamps anymore. I had a job. I could actually go buy. I didn't have to ride the bus. I had a car. I could actually drive to the store and buy groceries. Yeah. And I remember that day. It is a memory that I I cherish yeah. because that was like a, a generational curse being broken. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's so true. It, it was just uh, I get excited. So when I go to the grocery <clears> store, <throat> I don't look. I just look at it. What can I do to make my money go the farthest? In or, or what can I do to get through a couple of days and just trust the Lord? If that's all the money I got, then He's going to provide. Yeah. At, you know, yeah. He's going to keep providing after that. Yeah. Because I'm not going to beat myself up over the prices because you got to have the food. Right. That's although, true. Although I don't like them. I have learned a long time ago. It when you go in, just it's just like gas. You yeah. gotta have it. You gotta, if you want to drive, you gotta have it. If you, you, you know, to. we gotta have groceries. So whatever they charge, I'm gonna buy groceries. You yeah. know, um, that's the thing too that I've learned um, <clears throat> is you know I, I was complaining about the prices, and my friend was like, "Well, why don't you go to this store? It's so much cheaper." And then I was thinking, "You're right. That's a, a neg- that's a." Part of me being spoiled too, you know, used to just being able to go and get whatever I want. But when you're literally everything in your house is spoiled and no good now, (laughs) now I have to start over. Now I can't just go splurge and buy whatever we want because now we're starting over. Now I got to think smart. Right. Now I got to go to where the best deals are. Now I got to just move smart so I can restock and, you know, really just kind of build up for our family. And it was a tough week, you guys. There was was a lot of, um, I think, towards the end of it. When our electricity came back on, and I want you to tell the story about the neighbor and, and, oh, and <laughs> the way God was dealing with your heart. But um, I think, and then we were able to look back and reflect. But when you're uncomfortable, when you're hot, and the heat. you know, for me, I was tired. Uh, luckily, um, you know, my friend had electricity and I was able to stay over there. But um, I was tired because running back and forth and getting mm-hmm. my kids and getting everything done. And mm-hmm. then I have to be to work early and then I got to bring them here early and Every single, it's like two, three hours of sleep a night. And I mean, I was dragging. My tail was I tired. That's why we didn't stay with anybody. Because yeah. if, we're, if we stayed with anybody, it'd be, it'd be like 
way away. 30 minutes, 20 minutes away yeah, and, and to have to get a, go out there and then get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and disrupt their household yeah, yeah. at 2 in the morning for all of us to leave and come back. Yeah. That, you know, yeah, I didn't want to do that. So, yeah. but, uh, you know, he takes me out of character, I can say. <laughs> Yeah. Not proud of it, but it does. It's one of the most uncomfortable things yeah, I can being do. Hot is the and worst. it's hard yeah. and it makes me not so friendly. It makes yeah. me don't talk to me. Just leave me alone. Yeah. Because I know how I feel and not like it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh I was praying. Come uh come Thursday. Wednesday. When did it come on Thursday? Mm-hmm. Come Thursday. I was praying, Lord, please. Jesus, I need electric. I can't be this person and I was just uh, praying to him, me, 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 God, just, I need electric, please, Lord, I can't, I've got to have some sleep, God, this is not who I am, and, and just going on to God, you know, me, 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 God, I need it, I'm hot, wine, 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 and I looked across the street, and we've been talking to our neighbors through the week, and one of our neighbors' wives was in the hospital, they thought she'd had a stroke, and uh, she came home, she wanted to come home and just sit in her house for a few minutes because she went from the hospital to her daughter's and hadn't even got to be at home. She just wanted to go to her house and sit for a few minutes. She didn't have to stay there in the heat. She wanted to go home. So when I seen them pull up and then I've got other neighbors next to them who are great people who've been uh, staying in the heat all week. And when I seen them pull up with her, my heart just, I've just felt a change in it. I just felt, Lord God, please God. I'll go without electric. Please turn their electric on, God, so they can have air conditioning, God. Yeah. They need it. If it means me going without electric, then that so be it. But mm-hmm. please let them have their air on, you know, both of my neighbors over there because they're in because they have medical issues and, and both of them have medical issues and mm-hmm. I said, Lord, please, whatever it takes. Um forgive me for being selfish. Whatever it takes, please let their electric come on today. Yeah. yeah. You know. And uh, within uh, within just a couple minutes, our electric came on, mm. and then within a uh, just a few more minutes, their electric came on. Look at God. And I thought, Jesus, thank you, thank you, and it just really just uh, just blessed me to see that they uh, how how God answered when we change the way we talk yes. and the things we say, and we change our focus from being on us and being selfish to other people and praying for others then God wants to bless us you know but here's the scripture that he gave me for this I'm going to read the two translations okay James 4 3 you ask and receive not because you ask amiss Mm. that you may consume it upon your lust yeah and the other version is you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions wow I needed air and I was so selfish I would have done anything for it until I seen my neighbors and then that broke me yeah and it changed me. And I thought, Lord, it ain't about me. I can do without it. Right. But they need it. So yeah. God just, he just did it when I when I put the focus on him and somebody else. Then he did it. Mm-hmm. And I just praise God for that. And I praise God for him showing me that. Amen. That was a lesson that I learned that if you want something done, pray for others. And watch what God does in your life. Yeah, that's so, right. That's right. Amen. It, it's really... Uh, it's really great when you understand walking um, in the life of a, of a believer, someone who follows Christ, um, that it's important for you to check your heart. And it's important for you to be aware of um, all of those situations where your motives are wrong, yeah. you know, or your, your intent of your heart is wrong. Because yeah. the responsibility is ours yeah. to keep a pure heart. 
it's nobody else's and so when we recognize those i mean you know anyone could have been like you're right it is hot you know you had every right to want your power back on Mm -hmm. you know you have copd you know all that stuff but when you understand when you walk with god there is a pureness that has to come from your heart and Mm -hmm. and it is god that allows us to it is God that cleans us up from those things, that shows mm-hmm. us those things so we can surrender them to him. Yeah. Which really kind of leads me into the next uh, part really? of what we we're talking about. Y'all, we had revival <laughs> Man, this weekend. did we. Oh, And so I'm powerful. talking about powerful. Yes. I mean, God showed up yes, and showed out. And I love, it was at our old church, you know, Pastor Janae, you guys know he's been a guest on yes. here before, out at Bridging the Gap Church, and we mm. talked about the last revival that happened out there, and this was a continuance of that Man. revival, 90 days later. Such a and, blessing. I mean, my whole life was blessed. Yeah. I can't even yeah. explain. There was so much in me <laughs> that I felt I got confirmation for, yeah. um, and so we're just going to kind of hit some of the highlights. Yeah of what stuck out to us um and and kind of what what it was that we heard yeah uh one of the things that i heard is are you hanging around with dead people Whew. are you living in the cemetery <coughs> my gosh i mean yeah. that's a smack in the face yeah because if you're not hanging around with people who are going to make you grow you may as well be hanging around with people in the cemetery. And the question that he asked is, what's going on in you that you feel the need to hang around dead people? Yes. And I was like, my God. Yeah. It, look, it's always, we talk about this all the time. It's a desire of ours to be around people who grow, who yeah. grow, who yeah. grow. And I just never put it in that vocabulary right. yeah. that recognizing no, that is why I get uncomfortable around people who aren't moving because they are dead. Yes. And I love, he, he used an a example about back in the old days, if you murdered somebody, they used to tie that body to yours and you would have to oh, carry yes. a, the body around with you because you weren't supposed to take that life. And, and under- the death sentence. <laughs> understanding the weight of dead people. Yeah. How much that is to carry. Yeah. And you just just in amongst dead things yeah. and 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 this is the time that God is calling us out from among the yes, dead things yes. and this is a time where God is calling us around people who call us to stretch and to grow yes. um and I mean I love that um the story that he used was um the the, the, the guy in the bible where it talks yeah. about him being possessed and when Jesus asked you know who are you they said I am legion for we are many yes. and so he talked about this story about this man who hung around in the cemetery <laughs> this is what he did and, and they said often he was bound because he would have these big fits where he was just uncontrollable yeah. and he said it says often he was bound so that means that they would come back and he would be unbound like yeah. he was so out of his mind he would break through these they couldn't restraints they, they couldn't, couldn't hold him down you yeah. know and you got it. You know, there's not a shower at the cemetery, so you know how filthy and how disgusting Stinky. this man is. And um, but what what spoke to me so much is uh, when he was reading the text. It talks about that this man saw Jesus far off, yes, and he ran to him, yes. And he said this man had a legion of demons, which, if you translate it, means about six thousand demons. Yeah. He said, and in the midst of all those demons, he saw Jesus. And he found the will to run yes, to Jesus. Yes, 
And he said most of us won't even move towards Jesus because yes. we want God to move, but we don't want to move. And this man had 6,000 demons yes. in him and ran towards Jesus the moment yes. he saw him. And understand, Jesus wasn't there because of him. He didn't come look, he Jesus looking for the man. He was, was just, just getting him. off a ship yep. that he was on. He, and that man seen him. Yeah. So Jesus didn't come for him. Yeah. He seen Jesus. He ran to him. Yeah. And we were like, God, when you show up, God. Yeah. When you, you know, when you get here, God, God walk when upon you, our yeah. doorstep. Yeah. 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 But we don't, we don't seek, seek for him. You know, that's what the Bible says. Yes. Seek and you will find. Yes. Seek, seek him. and you will that's find. Right. Seek first the kingdom of God yes. and his righteousness. Yes. And then all these, these things, things will be added unto yes. you. Yes. Yes. You know, Ooh. this is what the Bible says. And so. It, it really just kind of sharpened my desire to pursue God yeah, so because yep. this entitlement mentality that God has to do for me and mm-hmm. that he has to come to me mm-hmm. and that God, if you do this, then I'll do this. Mm-hmm. That is so backwards for yeah. how powerful and how mighty God mm-hmm. is that he would be subjected to our little manipulative requests yeah. that say that in order for us to follow you, Jesus, that you have to do this. No, what Jesus did on the cross was enough. Yes. That was enough. And if yes. we don't understand that, then we're out of line. That's right. Period. Yes. And he was talking about uh, coming to church. We will quit this and then come to church. Yeah. How was what was he saying about that? Yeah, he uh, was saying, uh, oh, he's talking about coming to church. Uh, he's talking about change, real change, yes. lasting change. But he says so many people say, you know, well, you know, I'm just I'll, I, whenever I quit this, you know, then then I'll come up to church. And he said, if you were gonna quit it, you would have did it already, right. you know. Or you know, people who talk about I don't need nobody, or I'm gonna leave this person when this happens, or did that. He said, if you were gonna do any of that, you would have done right. it already. Yeah, you know, he like what's stopping you? And yeah. so the whole thing is just that that it's not that we have to change and then come to church because you miss the whole point of Jesus yeah. is that we have to come to him and allow him to change us. Yes. It's not, we cannot save ourselves. Right. Otherwise there was no point in Jesus That's coming. Right. These things we cannot overcome ourselves. That's Otherwise right. there was no point in Jesus coming. These yes. are things that we have to take to church, that we have to take to the altar, that we have to take to Jesus yes. and allow him to come in and change our hearts. And I loved it too because he even brought correction to the church yes, about did. why are you looking at people yes. crazy when they come in on drugs? Yeah. And why are you looking yeah. at people crazy when they Woo. come in alcoholics so or partying so or good. dressed out of line? You should be rejoicing yes. because the people are coming home to the Lord and That's you should right. be praying That's that right. they experience and encounter God in that moment to That's cause right. change. And yes. that's really what it's all about. The church Absolutely. has just become so judgmental. They have been so religious, you know, and um, one of the things he talked about, which was really my favorite because what I was going to have you talk being about. a part of a charismatic church <laughs> or, you know, really you guys just charismatic is really just, you know, people who get excited. You know, you see them hooping and hollering or yeah. shouting or dancing and all of that. They're just not like kind of restricted in their praise or, right. or expression of God. And what he talked about, um, I'm not going to use the word, but um, he basically talked about char- uh, charismatic people who um, are so used to playing church that there is no spirit of God. So what he was saying is right, like, yeah. you go into the church and they're hooping and hollering and they're like, shut up, you know, all this stuff, but there's no spirit. And he's like, have you ever been in a place like that? And you're looking around and you're like, am I the demon in here? Right. Because I don't feel God at that all. Powerful, yes. But everybody's <laughs> dancing and hooping and hollering. But it's because some people get so used to playing church yeah. that they don't understand that, that the spirit's not there. You play in church, but then all of a sudden when the man of God reads yeah. the word of God, you get dead 
dead silent and you can't pray and rejoice at that yeah. or you sitting there getting hooping and hollering over something somebody yeah. said and then he all of a sudden he says the name of Jesus and you don't hoop and holler you're playing church you're That's not right. talking you're not glorifying God That's you're right. not the spirit of God is not there That's right. and I thought that was so important because it is we can get really excited sometimes. Look, people get hype men all the time. All the time. You get out there and get the group hyped up and then I'll come out. You know it, and Yeah, and it could be so, about absolutely nothing. Yes, you and, know and they're just getting you hyped up That's they're it. hyped up. That's it. And they say a few words and you're excited with them. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. That, that can happen in church too. He said, uh, he said, it, um, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, What's Love Got to Do With It, but um, um, what's her name? Um, um, <laughs> Angela. Yes, yes, but the the singer, uh, she was a Buddhist. Oh, Tina Turner. Tina yeah, Turner. yeah, she just died recently. R.I.P. But um, anyways, uh, she, he said that, uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie, but in it she becomes a Buddhist and, you know, she's doing the Buddhist chant, like, young, um, young ho, renge kyo, young, young ho, renge kyo, or whatever it is. <laughs> anyway, so he said, I could walk into a church, he said, and start young, young ho, renge kyo, and somebody be like, oh, yes, look, he's speaking in tongues, and they just get all excited and all that stuff, not knowing that all he was doing was chanting. But he was talking about just how people get so excited yeah. just based off of things, but they're not really even paying attention to whether or not the spirit of God is there. Right. And oh, it's so, so powerful good. because, you so know, good. when you have a relationship with Jesus, his spirit and his presence is evident. It, you, you know you're in tune with it. And so the spirit... And what you see are two different things. Yep. You can feel and, and sense by the spirit mm-hmm. the presence or the absence of the power of the presence of God. And so I could see someone hooping and hollering and see that they're excited and they're and they're going all out. Mm-hmm. And but then at the end of the day, you leave and I'm like, I know God wasn't there. One of the things he also said was about you know you hoop and holler all day, but when you leave, are you changed? Right. And that's what that we have was, to. That was good. That's what we have to ask ourselves about that our encounters with God. Yeah. I could come in and weep all day. I can come in and boohoo because of my situation, my sins. I'm not worthy. God heal me. I'm broken. I'm hurt. I'm addicted. I'm whatever, whatever, whatever. At the end of the day, did you encounter Jesus right. to where when you left you yep. changed? That's to right. where anything in you was ready to shift that's or ready right. to be closer to God or ready to lay some things down. Yes. You know, and that's the thing. We are so used to religion um, and Christianity as it uh, caters to our comfort. Yes. And yes. that's not that's not the walk of Jesus. Yes. He says that you're supposed to die to your flesh. That's right. Uh, newsflash, dying hurts. Yeah. Like, it ain't like it's, it's going to be right. comfortable. That's painful. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's uncomfortable. I know. It's, go it, through some pain. It's, it's, not, yeah. it's not easy, nope. you know, to die to your flesh every day, to That's die right. to what your flesh wants, yes. and to allow the spirit to uh, really raise up in, in inside of you and, uh, you know, walk out the calling yes. of God. And something I, that I uh, appreciated him talking about, too, is the Trinity. You know, people say... That was a say, great... Yeah. yeah, people say, well, I don't have the Holy Spirit yeah. in me. And he said... If you have accepted Jesus, it is the Trinity, yeah. God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So if you've accepted him in your heart, you have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It is just not activated because the Bible says God, yeah. Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. That yeah. is three in one, the Trinity. Yeah, because he said you can't separate them. So you can't say you've That's accepted right. Jesus and then think that the Holy Spirit's not entered you yes. because there's no way to separate the three of them. And the three in one. That was powerful because mm-hmm. I've heard mm-hmm. people before say, well... 
you know, I've accepted Jesus, but I, I don't have the Holy Spirit yet. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it just isn't activated. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, you and, know. And I hope that helps some of you guys because, yeah. um, because you know, he talked about when people ask for the gift of speaking in tongues or people ask for the gift of the Holy Spirit. And it's not that you're asking to receive it. If right. you believe in Jesus, you've already received That's it. That's right. It's about activating it. Yes. Asking him for activation or getting in a place where people can walk you through activation. Yes. You know. um, and next I want Krisha to tell you about and not being able to save people. You're not the Messiah. You're not the Messiah. I love exactly. She can remember so much more of the details. That's why I let her tell more of it. Man. But oh my gosh. <laughs> let me let me first let me just tell you guys something, okay? This thing set me free this weekend. Yeah. Because when he said it, I felt so convicted. And also I felt like Lord you know, a lot of the warfare over my life the past few weeks is having to deal with stuff that I should have never had no business yes, in. Yes, yes. That I was fighting wars for my family that had nothing to do with me that That's I was right. never called to fight. That's right. And I was like, man, no wonder I've been so exhausted. Yes. No wonder I've been so yes. tired. No wonder I've been so angry. I'm yes. picking up things <laughs> that I had no business doing yes. and no business yes. being in. And so first off, what he said is that, you know, you are not the Messiah to your family. That's right. And you were not called to fight every battle for your on your family's behalf. So he talked about the story of David. There was a, a, a war that David was going into. Mm-hmm. Um, he found out, oh, he got word that his enemies, um, when they heard that he was king, that they were going to come and overpower him and destroy him. And so he, it said, David inquired of the Lord. He asked God, God, can I go? Can I go and fight mm-hmm. them? And the Lord said, yes. And then he asked the Lord, okay, but will you give them over to me? And the mm-hmm. and then the Lord said yes. And the the point the points that he was making is one, most of us get into things and we don't inquire of the Lord. Right. And so a lot of us get into things that we were never called to fight or never battles that we were never called to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And then we ask God to bless it and God's like, I can't bless that. I didn't even tell you to go do That's that. Right. I didn't even call for you to go and handle that or That's put right. yourself in that. That's right. And so God can't bless something that he hasn't called you to overtake Amen. or be a part That's of. That's right. Not only mm-hmm. that, but inquiring of the Lord. Okay, God, but if I go, will you give them over to me? So if not, not just will I go, but will it be fruitful right. if I go? Right. Or am I going to be putting myself in a worse position? Right. Why would I run out to a losing battle? Yes. And so understanding that before you do things, before you jump into things, inquiring of God, is this my battle yes, to fight? Yes. And not Ooh, only that, will gosh. you give me the victory? Yes. And that was so powerful to my me gosh. because, you know, I have just yeah. felt a, a passion and a burden these past few weeks to stick up for people that I have felt need sticking up for to tell people that they're wrong because I feel like nobody's been telling them that they're wrong yeah. and I've been fighting these battles and I've been so exhausted It is exhausting. because other people won't stick up for themselves but then also what he helped me to see though not only that is that these people that I've been trying to defend and walk with and, and I've been so angry about things that have happened to them it's also part of their responsibility because they've gotten into things they weren't assigned to get into. Yeah. So I'm defending them over a choice that they made. Yes. And I'm like, my God, I mean, I'm telling you, that thing set me free this weekend. Yes, it was I so mean, powerful. I felt the weight lifted off me mm. when I understood I got to fight the battles that God says I should fight. Yes. And not the battles that have nothing to do with me. Otherwise, I'm inviting warfare that's yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. And there's too much to do to invite it. Then for me to be out here inviting unnecessary yeah. warfare on my yeah. life, you know what I'm saying? And it was it was so uh, it was so freeing to me. So he talked about 
um, David in that sense uh, mm-hmm. about David getting the victory yes. um, and about uh, us not being the Messiah for um, those around us. And, yeah. And just how many times, I mean, have you just went to think that you got to be the one to solve your family's problems? Here we or, go again. You know, and, <laughs> and I, I like, too, what he said, because he was like, you know, I'm at the point where I don't even give people my advice. He said, especially if they don't ask for it. Because right. he said, have you, has someone ever been talking and you just threw your advice out there? He's like, and then later on, they're like, we didn't even ask for you for your advice. I don't even know why you even said anything. So he's like, you right. You, you ain't got to tell me twice. And I thought that's so good because yeah. a lot of times people don't even listen or 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 heed your advice or heed your wisdom whether they ask for it or not and so we spend so much energy trying to throw something out there that's not even warranted Mm -hmm. you know and um i think that's good because we want to help people we want to be there for people but at the end of the day uh we're not called to save everybody no if you don't ask we ain't gonna do it yeah you know it just oh so much that he had to say just was I mean, I couldn't even contain it all. <laughs> but the way my mind works is throughout the week, I'll have memories of what he said. I'll re- I'm, yeah, mm-hmm. as I process, I'll remember things and, he said. And it, I mean, that this was this was. I mean, I guess maybe it was. No, it was night one and night two. Um, yeah, because yeah, David was last night. But um, I was I was so encouraged because this is the other thing too, is that the scripture that he shared last night about King David. Um, is that it was David, right? Yeah. Last night. Yes. Um, is it, he talked about um, when day? Okay, yeah. So when David did go and fight the Philistines, uh, the Philistines were so terrified that they ended up abandoning all of their idols and they <laughs> left to the point where David and his army confiscated everything. They gained everything yeah. that the enemy had, and. Uh, he said that he named that place. Uh, I forgot the name of it, but it's something about the God. Uh, yeah, it, it translates to the. It translates to the God who burst. Through. I can't pronounce it like bars, power, or something like that. Yeah, and um, and just understanding God's ability to come through for you. Yeah, to come through and give you right. victory. To come through whenever it's something that he's asked you know oh oh yes this is okay i just got my thought back because there was something else and i was like what was i going to share not only did they share this at revival they shared this at church this morning too and i thought you know what this must be a word for the church right now it it has to be a word for the church right now because i've I've heard it twice this weekend and and i just feel like it's going to keep coming but what they both talked about is how foolish we are in asking God to bless our sin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when right. we are in the middle of sin and we ask God, God, can you can you help me? God? And specifically they talked about relationships, but I mean this could apply in a lot of ways, but when you go and get into um, a relationship with somebody um, and you're not living right, you're not serving the Lord, but then you're asking, God, please make this relationship work. God, please help this person. And then, like the, the example he used, he said, you won't even stop sleeping enough together to seek God, to, to allow him to bless you, you know? He said, God, you're mm-hmm. asking God to bless sin, and God cannot bless sin. Yeah. And in our own prideful hearts, you know, think about if you're harboring unforgiveness towards somebody, mm-hmm. or if you're harboring bitterness somebody, yeah. Yeah. and you're praying, asking God to bless you, God can't bless sin. That's right. He can't bless sin. Sin. It's not in his nature. That's it's right. not who he is. Yeah. Holiness and God are, I mean, sin and God are separated mm-hmm. because God is holy and sin is not. Yeah. So, so many times we have our own selfish desires, our own selfish motives, and we're 
asking God to bless something, and and that goes back to us asking, inquiring of the Lord, because yeah. He said before you get into the relationship inquiring of the lord is this yeah, for me before right. you take the job inquiring of the lord is this for me yeah. before you get into the friendship or before you take the next step inquiring of the lord rather than do, making your own choice doing your own thing and then begging the lord to bless something right. that he never had for you right. he never designed yeah. for you asking him to bless That's something so that good. you chose but it was not his choice yes and that to me was so powerful yes because that is exactly how selfish and prideful we are mm, yeah. that we make our own choices and then we ask god to come down and bless him when they were never a part of his will mm. for our life that's so good it's called meow parazim parazim yeah that was it that's yeah it. yeah so yeah so, uh, to, man, to me, that so it was good. so powerful. It was. Uh, just, I mean, I felt the heart check. I felt, Lord, mm. yeah, really, really deal yeah. with my heart. Yes. You know, um, there was a few things he said concerning family um, and all of that that just really, really struck my heart. You know, and I said, you know, you're absolutely right, Lord. And uh, not just getting into your family stuff, but he also talked about... Um, Oh, what was it? I just had it in my head. I'll remember it. But um, anyways, there, there's a lot he talked about. But one of the things that was really cool is that he gave me a word on thir- a Friday night. Yeah. Um, you know, I got to sing and pray. And uh, when we got time to the altar call, you know, I was just standing up worshiping. And I wasn't, I didn't go to the altar. I wasn't asking for prayer or any of that. I just stood up and was worshiping God. And um, and next thing I know, I, I felt his hands on my head. And I was like, oh, who's this? Because I didn't know who it was. He came real quick. And I was like, oh, he's standing right here. So he was quiet for a minute and I was just praying um, and then he released a word for me. And the reason I want to share this word is because I want to explain to you guys how strategic God is. Mm-hmm. You guys have heard me pray on here. You guys hear me pray, um, you know, in, in my videos on in church, wherever. Um, and people always talk about my prayer life. But this year, more than ever, my prayer life has been under attack. Mm-hmm. And I realized that it's probably been since I started the upper room. Uh, because I started an assignment that God had for me. Right. And now it's like I feel like the warfare has intensified. Right. And so the enemy has really been challenging me with these thoughts and these doubts about myself and the mm-hmm. effectiveness of my prayers. Yeah. Where you just that constant, you know, there, there's it doesn't mean anything. You know, nothing's happening. There's no fruit from it. Um, or even questioning things like, okay, I'm praying here, but what about when I go to heaven? What's the benefit? Because if you want to... Um, work for eternal rewards or work for the eternity I know I could pray here but when I go to heaven there's not prayer because isn't Jesus there and so just really asking these deep questions like man God I don't know and, and he really the enemies really had caused me to doubt the effectiveness of my prayers I've been praying but just that constant every time I pray like oh that's the same old prayer oh nothing's mm. gonna happen even though I'm praying God's word even though I'm praying it knowing that God will do it there's just that little voice in the back of my head constantly just nipping at my heels you know yeah and so what he said to me, I was just thought, Lord, this could only be from you. This could only be from you because he told me um, that in this last season of my life that the Lord had allowed certain pressures to happen in my life because I was under a test and that the Lord sent him here to tell me that I passed the test and that in this next season that he was given, granted me um, access. 
access granting me favor in the courts of the God that when I pray that that they would know the name that they would know my name he would hear my request and he would grant my request and he told me don't be afraid to pray for what I want to pray for what I need to pray for because God understands that it's not out of selfish motive Um, and so don't hesitate in praying for something that that I feel like to pray for and he said a few other things but specifically because he came and told me this man of God came and told me that not only does God hear my prayers but now in this next season that God's going to grant me favor that that when I pray that my name is if my name comes up that he's going to be familiar oh this is Krisha this is we need to make this happen that was so much confirmation to me (laughs) about my calling about what God has called me to do about the direction I've been going about what I've been walking in and I'm telling you guys, that's what that's why I, I, it's always so important to get in the presence of God. Yes. You can talk all day about different things that are going wrong with the church and all this stuff, but you got to get yourself around people Amen. of God Amen. so that way when God is ready to release and activate, right. that that you'll be there to receive. And yes. that's what I was thinking last night because he talked about. Um, did he talk about maybe no? Maybe it was Doctor Lovey we heard on the way to church. But anyways, they were talking about encounters that you have. Um, you have to have encounters with people yes. uh, to get to certain places in your life, you yeah. know. And and when I heard that, I really just thought about, you know, why I am who I am today. It's because of the encounters of great men and women of yes. God yes. that I have encountered my entire life. Amen. Uh, from Miss Nancy, who discipled me when I was young, to Pastor Rod, who taught us how to, you know, um, 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 empower people mm-hmm. to to go out and do the work of the Lord, to Pastor yes. Ed, who pulled the gift out of me, yes. you know, to be able to step onto a stage and worship, you yes. know, to um, Apostle Sherman, who taught about prophetic prophetic and freedom and deliverance to apostle kendrick and claremore you know to pastor billy joe who teaches the word and prayer and you know i mean all of these amazing and and my pastor now pastor ronnie and then uh these pastors that we had this weekend apostle christy like all these different people that have had key words and key impact in my life along the years and i thought it's because of these encounters yeah that i've been able to be accumulated in, in in really molded and shaped into the person that I am today. Yes. And so I say that to encourage you guys because if you never go to church, if you never find yourself around people of God, how in the world are you supposed to get God's life-giving message in you? Yes, my God. How in the world are you supposed to go in uh, and, and and receive strength when you have none. Yes. You know now. Yes, you can pray for it on your own, so but it's good. different. Oh my gosh, it's so different when you have community yes, to come is. and speak it into you. Yes, it pray is. it over you to tell you what's coming, to tell you what yeah. God is doing in your life. It's different. Yeah, it's why community is so necessary. Yes. and you need people that are going to tell you truth. Yeah, that aren't going to be fake. Mm-hmm. They ain't going to fake it till they make it. That's what he said too, boy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? What he was saying? Uh, yeah, I don't remember how he said it. Like that. <laughs> so you need people that are going to be real. Because he said, oh no, that was Pastor G. Because he said, you can fake it today and be dead tomorrow. So you can't yes. fake it till you make yes. it. You know, we got to stop faking it till we yes. make it. Somebody said, faith it till something. Mm-hmm. Till Jesus comes or something. I don't remember mm-hmm. what they said. But anyway, but yeah, we just have to be real. And you have to be able to... Uh, if you want somebody's opinion, you have to be thick enough to be able to hear what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and you need to be surrounded with those kind of people. Yeah, that can tell you 
hey, I know this, but and and they'll tell you, yeah. and you you have to be able to receive it. That's the kind of people you need to be around. That's how you grow. That's and right. People that'll call you out and make you uncomfortable, and and it's gonna hurt. Uh huh. Growing hurts. Growing pains hurt. It is, and you know what? Sometimes someone might call you out, and they might not have nothing to do with you. And this is like I tell my mom all the time, and and I've heard my whole life. You know, you eat the meat and you spit out the bones. Yes. I love if that. I know that what you said has nothing to do with me, if I have. Uh, search my heart and I've searched my mind yeah. and I know that that does yeah. not apply I take what you said that was a value and yes. I keep it in my heart and whatever was not a value or was not towards me I discard it yes, you know I, I don't that. have to be offended because somebody told me mm-hmm. something eat the meat and spit out the bones you don't that. have to keep hold everything personal for what someone said to you people are wrong sometimes yeah and I'm just now learning that and, yeah. and not getting offended of it yeah. and uh, just but learning how to just take whatever benefits me yeah. And keep it in uh, whatever's meant for me, not necessarily benefits, but it's to meant grow for you, me to challenge to, you, yes, to apply to yes. you, yeah, whatever applies to and, you. Yeah. And to let go of the rest yeah. and to not be offended yeah. by how they said it or what they said. Yeah. But just know it wasn't necessarily about me, there was just something in there for me. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, so anyway, just so much powerful stuff. And that is uh, good, y'all. Oh, man. It is going to be hot this week. That is going to be very hot. I hope you guys stay cool. Yes. Um, please, please join us in lifting up Lisa, you guys. Yes. Um, we love her so much. Yes. Um, she's going to take a little break right now. Um, she is under immense pressure. And we miss her very much. She is under a lot of change. Yes. Um, but she is our sister in Christ. Yes. We support her a thousand percent. We yeah. stand behind her. We pray for her. Yes. You know, um, we're here for her to walk her through the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's right. Uh, because that's what we do. And that's we mean right. that. And so please, as our listeners, as our community, please help us lift up Lisa. Pray for her peace. Yes. Pray for her children. Um, just pray that in this season that God would show himself strong and that he would guide her footsteps Amen. Um, as she moves forward. And that's what Amen. we're believing on her yes. behalf. Absolutely. And she'll join us again whenever she's through with this, uh, these things that she has to deal with. Yeah. So, so I've shared to my heart's content. I have too. I'm full. (laughs) I'm full this weekend. It's definitely been a weekend. Uh, And I'm not talking about my stomach. Right. (laughs) My heart, my spirit is full. We Um, received a lot. Yes. I'm ready to go out and minister to people this week. I know that's right. And just, um. Just share the joy Evangelist Bonnie yes. on the van. <laughs> I'm ready. That's her new. I'm gonna call her Evangelist now. Everyone should know Evangelist Bonnie. There I'm she go. Ready. <laughs> there she go. And me too. You know, I do. Yeah. I did feel a special conviction over my position at my workplace mm-hmm. um, that I should be more prayerful and take authority over that workplace more than I do in the spirit, mm-hmm. um, and not just allow. Um, chaos and drama and stuff and not feed into it you know but really pray really know that I'm there to pray for those women that I'm working with Mm -hmm. I'm there to pray for those people that I see every day I'm there to make a difference in the spirit I'm not there to uh, fall into whatever worldly stuff is going on you know and so and I was encouraged this weekend to really take back that because when I first got there that's what I did and so really take back that um, idea of just you know, having that uh, spirit-filled workplace. Yes, so. amen. For amen. Sure. Y'all, God is so good. Amen. He loves you. He wants to do good things for you. Seek Him. Yeah. Run to Him. Surrender to Him. He is waiting on you. That's right. So, we love you guys. And uh, y'all know how to reach us. A Ladies Talk Podcast Facebook page will be just fine. 
Yes. Um, and let's say a prayer over you, and then we're going to exit out of here. Lord, I yes. thank you for our listeners. I thank you, yes, God, Lord. that you give them strength. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, that you would bring them peace. Yes, God. God, and that you guide their steps, Lord. Yes. Jesus, I ask right now, God, that whatever they're dealing with, God, whatever brokenness they're walking through, God, whatever hurt, that they are walking through God that you would come in Lord yes. and uphold them with your righteous right yes, hand God Father, thank open you. their eyes God that they would see God yes, that you are with Lord. them in the fire God that there is nothing too hard for you God I thank you Lord Yes, Lord. that you restore their families God yes. you redeem the time the enemies tried to steal from them Lord yes, God. and Lord I ask God that you would help in this season God to um, activate what needs to be activated, yes, God, so that we can live these lives for you and yes, for your God. honor and for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We love you guys. Thank and you for joining us. We'll this see you been next week. Ladies Talk, Talk Podcast. Podcast.